Hello everyone! Welcome to One More Prime, the Transformers Watch Along. I am Mike Schwartz, a man who visited Mount Rushmore as a child. It was okay, much smaller in person. I am joined by my kids, Emmett and Elsa. Hello! Hi! Who have been hearing me shout out listener analytics during the entirety of their holiday vacation. We've had a lot of listeners lately. It's pretty cool! The Girl Who Loved Powerglide is already our second most listened to episode. How does that happen? Mm. Well, we are watching Triple Takeover, episode 36 of season 2. Kids, I don't have a lot to write about in regards to this episode for reasons. Uh, but this is our first podcast of 2023. How about we name some of our Transformers wishes for the upcoming year? Emmett, go first. I hope Rise of the Beasties, I mean, Beasts is good. Oh, yeah, I think that's number one for all of us, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Better not be monotone blobs. Looking at you, Optimus Primal. It'll be fine. Elsa, how about you? Um, I'm really excited to see Earthspark uh, Part 2. Oh, the second half of Season 1. Yeah, I'm yeah. very excited. Yeah, we it's, did watch all of it. Earthspark is very good. It's way better than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And I really love it. Yeah. It's, I'm so excited to see more of it. Very fun. I, I like to see where they're going to go with it. Soundwave looks awesome. Oh, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. And what about me, you ask? Oh, oh what about you, Father? <laughs> oh, thank you for asking. Emmett took the movies, you took the TV shows. I'm going to go with the comics. Uh, you know, IDW has uh, ended their, their long run. Uh, they did lose the license. And uh, I'm actually going to look forward to who's going to get the Transformers license next. Uh it might be a good opportunity to be on the ground floor of maybe another <laughs> decade-long run of comics. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, which company will take the property and uh, see what, what they'll come up with. And I'll uh, actually be alive and remembering for this one. Great. Yeah, you can start collecting, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, think, I think there's a lot to look forward to this year in, in all regards, uh, Transformers. Um, lots of toys, too. We'll mention the toys, of course. All right, uh, let's get going. So, written by Larry Strauss and airing on November 19th, 1985, this is Triple Takeover. All right, this episode begins on a mountainside, and we see Starscream, Esther, Train, and Blitzwing, who are... (laughs) carving um a decepticon mount rushmore into the side of the mountain they have uh, themselves and megatron but then and this kicks off the whole episode they they decide that one doesn't belong and that is megatron and they blast off the face of megatron making a really weird kind of skeleton grin before they smash it into mush then they're flying back to the Decepticon base, and they decide that Starscream is the one to trick Megatron. He, he's, what they say, like, he, he's never quite succeeded, but he's pretty good at the was, first step, kind of. I was just waiting for the right time. That's now. Right. So he leads Megatron into a sewer, uh, convincing him that there's a secret Autobot headquarters down there. Uh, but instead, it's a trap. Starscream seals both of them inside. Then comes uh, absolute zero degree molecules that Megatron recognizes right away. <laughs> like he knows what's freezing him. 
And he turns into a block and Star Scream's like, all right. But then the triple changers have locked him in as well. And then he freezes into an ice cube. When the sabotage goes wrong. Yes. He's like, oh, 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 no. Yep. They lock him in. I have several questions. Yes. Absolute zero. Have you ever heard of diffusion? Do you realize how cold it would be in the room already? They would stop moving instantly. True. But like a cartoon, he's in a nice block. Yeah, and Esther Train just kind of puts his hand up to it and gets a little icy. Ew, frosty. So now we have uh, the Triple Changers start to establish their own bases. And we start off with Blitzwing. He takes over a football field, which the football players are practicing with the coach and they don't quite notice. Coach, it's a tank. What do I do? Yeah. I don't know. Throw the ball at it. Yeah. The quarterback throws the ball into. Oh, man. And then, into Blitzwing. Yeah. Blitzwing fires the ball back and it hits the scoreboard, which gives him two points. This is uh, a reoccurring theme. Blitzwing loves it. He will be keeping score the, the entire episode. And then he also takes the human coach, picks him up, kind of like King Kong style, and he promotes him to second in command. You're I, a war strategist, right? I, right, right. This is what this entire operation is, correct? <laughs> and the coach is like, but I have a contract. <laughs> He's not fearing for his life like the other guy we see. Oh, right. So that's the end of Blitzwing. Now we go to Astro Train, who just pulls into a train station with a very old-timey conductor uh, looking straight out of the 1800s, perhaps. Cool pose by Astro Train. <laughs> the conductor says, that's it. I'm retiring now. And he runs through and all the um, the people waiting for a train, he, he runs past them. The Decepticons do not like doors in this episode. Have you nope. noticed? No doors. Every single time they just walk right through a wall. Astro Train has taken over the train station and he is now... Um, there's a fleet of trains that he's going to reprogram, give give um, give them a computer brain, and they will become his, he will call it later, his Astro Force. He just starts constructing the brains like, yeah, I need an army. He just starts. He just pulls off a up. panel of a computer. <gasps> I was going to say. Yes. I do have something about those trains. This would have been a cool introduction to the train bots if America did do anything with those like wow they're created by astrotrain that's why they're trains but then they defect to the autobots so you can have equal firepower wouldn't that be awesome that would be cool one of the pros of this episode by the way this is a sunbow production uh not a toei sunbow only did a few i think here and there but yeah like it's weird when you see astrotrain because he looks like an old steam engine Purple, but still, he looks like a a more antique type of train. But his Astro Force, they're more modern trains, and they look really cool. You know, I like I like the designs, and I could totally see them being used as a combiner. Let's see the train bots. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was certainly a missed opportunity, and it doesn't really go anywhere in this episode. We go back to Blitzwing. He has the coach. He's grabbing him by his whistle, which would, would probably have choked him to death. Or decapitate him. It, right. But instead, he's he's asking for strategy, and uh, the coach spurts out a, a zone defense. 
and uh, he he stuffs them in a locker. Gigantic Gi- lockers. Gigantic <laughs> lockers. The scaling is not too good in this episode. No, it's not. So with the coach's suggestion of a zone defense, Blitzwing gets the Constructicons to build a highway maze, which is his version of zone defense, I guess. And with that in mind, he needs another strategy, and then the coach mentions the long bomb. Blitzwing interprets that to be just start firing randomly into the city. Long bombs. He didn't take it literally and put footballs in there? No, no, no. He just starts blasting. They're foot uh, bombs. The, a bridge is destroyed. A car falls off. We see hoist. Uh, no, no, um, no lines. It's just a silent hoist. Shallow water. He just <laughs> saving the driver and holding up the bridge for now. Blitzwing keeps score. We go to commercial one with him just firing more shots into the sky. And as we come back from commercial one... Uh, his long bombs have alerted the Autobots. And this is kind of an interesting group of Autobots, isn't it? We have yeah. Tracks, star of season two. <laughs> yeah. uh, Blue Streak, who we almost never see. Prowl, who we haven't seen very much in season two. And Skids. Yippee! Emmett's favorite? No. Perceptor is. Okay. Who's that Constructicon? Is that Scrapper? Yes. That's Don't Scrapper. ask me. I have no idea. Scrapper tries to confront the Autobots, but instead Blitzwing wants them to drive into his maze. And we, we see very violent crashes with the Autobots. Did this shock you when you saw this? Absolutely. I was thinking, were these decoys? Because they smash into each other. Blitzwing turns into a tank and rolls over the, the Autobots and it crushes them flat. We see parts fly off a of blue streak. Skids and, uh, is that Prowl? Yes. Yeah, Skids and Prowl They're crash into pancakes. each other, but then Blitzwing just, just tanks right over them. Tanks, yeah. Tanks for nothing. And same the- thing, same thing with, with Trax. Yeah, he just rolls over them and they are completely flattened. And alive. Still alive. But th- this threw me off. I thought this was some kind of, they were uh, like, well, fortunately I made plastic models or something. But No. Astrotrain is giving orders to his Astroforce, and they seem to respond. But they're trains. How can they be an Astroforce? Yeah, I know. Also, it's amazingly funny how they all just blare their train horns. He makes this whole elaborate speech, and then... Yeah. We get into another philosophical idea of... These are even... Lesser robots because they're automatons. Well, yeah, they're they're just trains with maybe like an upgraded um, navigation system. It's it's very hard to, to to talk about what's going on here. And this whole sequence <laughs> of gathering energy is incomprehensible. I cannot I understand what's going on. I just see trains running into things, <laughs> trains driving by, no clue what's going on. Listeners, this this episode's a struggle to describe. Um, yeah, the, we have trains just ramming into pipes and having gas and stuff fly through. Okay, forget that. Let's get back to the football field where, yeah, the Decepticons are building a throne out of the deactivated bodies of the Autobots. That is so messed were, up, man. Yeah, kind of a cool visual, but just very weird. And who notices what's going on but uh, Star of the last episode we covered, Power Glide. And he sends in Hoist and Smokescreen. 
to go rescue their friends. Smokescreen creates a smokescreen. Uh, he, he steals the throne. Uh, hoi- hoist. Kind of lassos the throne and drags it out of the maze. The Autobots escape with their friends who are all in bad shape. And then I have, I have my notes highlighted in red here. I have no idea what happens here. Uh, Blitzwing goes flying over the highway maze, but then a bunch of smoke kicks up. But we don't quite know if this this is smoke screens smoke. It's like it kind of like covers the entire area. So I and, and it's rumbling too. And then he's face to face with Scrapper. He's nearly kissing Scrapper, and then he just goes ah, and then it cuts away. What happened? What was I, that? That was. What was that supposed to be? Maybe that was a layering mistake. This episode was incomprehensible. Yes. I have another red highlighted note (laughs) a little later on. A a sudden change in topic, just as it is in the episode. (laughs) Thrust's voice is... It's different? Um, higher pitched. I have a theory that this episode was supposed to air long before a bunch of the episodes in season two. Because of the introduction mm. of new characters. Yeah. But like the thrust voice not being final. Also the characters that are being used. There's yeah. a lot of season one guys. And season two. Like they just want to shoehorn them in there. Hey, mm-hmm. I remember this toy? No. Well, how about we put them in the cartoon? Could be. Yeah. It, or it could be like the script was being kicked around a long time and they just never quite figured out what to do with it. So speaking of thrust, uh, the jets ca- catch up with Astro Train and they, they begin to question his authority and they follow him into this train tunnel where, <laughs> did you notice? Look who's front and center. Starscream. Why are you here? He's, thought you were frozen. He's frozen. You're an ice cube. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they find his... Astro Force, uh, just in complete shambles. It looks like a, a whole, tr- a literal train wreck. Astro Train's really trying. He's being very supportive of his Astro Force, and they're 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 like trying to listen to him. This yeah. is my this is my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, yeah. good boy, good boy. He's like, come on, you can do it. Yeah, it's it's basically going yes, yes. No, wait, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> so his favorite train runs into a water main, which boy. Is this a main main? Because this floods the entire city. No joke. That's like quite a few gallons of water. Look, it even made a rock appear. Look, where'd that rock come from? I don't know anymore. The earth is shattering as it floods. I, yeah. None who stand in its path will stay. The force of this, wa- of this one water main is enough to break through the sewer part where Megatron and Starscream were being held. They instantly unfreeze, and then as they're being carried away by water, I do like this part where Megatron ha- has enough wherewithal to put his hands around Starscream and choke him out while they're being carried away by, by, this, uh, by this flood. And here it comes, a very famous line. Yeah, Megatron blasts out uh, onto the street, crushes... Starscream's hand, and uh, he he asks him if he's lying or if he's stupid, and then Starscream says, I'm stupid! I'm stupid! And then, out of nowhere, there's uh, Optimus, Ironhide, and Spike. So Spike getting two episodes in a row. A little more prominent, Spike. 
He, he's not yeah. being chased by Ravage, but he's being carried away. He's the only human we see in this major city. Everyone else is drowning. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's a Waterman capable of doing what this does. But we see it. it <laughs> well, there, there goes Spike. <laughs> Spike gets carried away and yells, help me. We go to commercial two. But yeah, then we'll see the, the damage. And yeah, the water is, is up to the top of some skyscrapers. Well, that's not good. We come back from commercial two, and yeah, like so much destruction. Uh, Prime pops up and sees Spike. He, he's buried under all these rocks. Oh no! Like like a building collapsed on him. I know. Like how did that happen? But Prime just pushes the rocks away, scoops him up. He scoops. Yeah, he scoops him up, transforms, and he blows air he conditioning on him. him. He eats him. <laughs> he he just goes. Yeah. The crang in his chest ate him. <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yeah, and then Power Glide comes by, uh, drops his ladder. Spike climbs up, and they fly off. Again, gives not the anatomy of an A ten. No, no, it's it's it looks a little smaller than when uh, Astoria was flying in it. And Power Glide flies past the top of a building where, where Trailbreaker's just hanging out. Uh, when's the last time we saw a Trailbreaker? Uh, been a I long don't time. Know. Yeah, but he uses his force field to divert the water <laughs> and then we have this random shot of the uh, astro force trains just floating down the street and okay. i assume astro train because there's one in his colors there is the rest of the episode's about to get worse yeah there's another false astro train uh in a few minutes this huge water main gets patched up by Ironhide. He just kind of gives a little bit of a kind of freeze welding, right? Nitrogen. Yeah. Liquid nitrogen or something. Yep. Patches it up. So I guess the flood's, flood's done. It's all, all fine. And the water's being carried somewhere else, which we will see very shortly. We go back to the football field where Blitzwing is winning 1,569 to zero. And he's really happy. You know, he's snapping his fingers. Like, oh, I'm doing just, good. Yep, making little sparks. And <laughs> making another hole in the stadium is the Constructicons. We don't get paid! Yeah, they're angry because they only agreed to build his highway maze in exchange for being... Uh, establishing a partnership of leadership, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't agree to it. And then they form Devastator. Haven't seen Devastator in a while. We have we have another a red highlighted note that I've taken. Starscream, Megatron, and Optimus are. It looks like they're they're kind of in the concourse of the football stadium, but it sort of looks like an office building. They fire at Optimus. He does a sideways hop. Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Yes, it. it yes, it looks like that. Megatron. And Starscream fire at Prime. Prime transforms, but then he shines his headlights at them. And I guess that repels their blast. Like this... Uh, hit with a disco Price is Right effect. Yeah, not quite Alita 1's special power, but something pretty close. That deflects their blast and blinds them, and he's able to drive away. It's so confusing. Editing is not clear. And then they're, they're, they're just totally fine. Megatron tells them to shut up. Oh, wait, they're not at the football field. Where were they? Because then they just go flying off. They're heading to the football field now. With Astro Train. And yes. then he turns into Blitzwing. Yeah. And then he makes a bet, too, on whatever they're betting on. I, I don't really care at this point. 
Okay. But hey, the rest of the Autobots survived. They were skids right there. I, I say he survived the movie. He lives eons and he's good. Okay, fine. So everyone arrives at the football field. Uh, Devastator and Blitzwing are firing. Sometimes Blitzwing is almost as tall as Devastator and then he's tiny. Astrotrain shows up. Then the Flood shows up. <laughs> now it's just a bunch of fighting. Here's a shot here. Devastator crushes Astrotrain. Right? See it? See? I see him. I see him. He's dead. And then, it, nope, nope, they're right there. What? <laughs> As we know, crushing does nothing. They are invincible. They will regenerate and they will teleport. But it wasn't even him because he was fighting with Blitzwing. I don't know anymore. <laughs> was it one of the flooded trains that he was like, you are my most favorite creation? Because no, you look no, like it was clearly like Astro Train. It was a purple train. I know. <laughs> the rest of this episode, it, it's just Devastator, Starscream, Megatron, Blitzwing, and Astro Train fighting. They're, they're, the, the water's gone. Uh, but they're just throwing each other around. They're shooting at each other. Uh, Ironhide, Ironhide wants to intervene, but then yeah, Prime says no. No domestic squabbles. How does this even end? It does. That's the thing. Oh, it does. It ends by Megatron saying that um, the Decepticon cause supersedes personal vengeance. Uh, barely. Megatron just kind of pulls everyone together. And he says, you know what? Our cause is greater than this, but just so you know, I'm still leader. And then he flies off. <laughs> so the Autobots barely did anything. They stopped a flood. One guy stopped a flood. Uh, but, and then the Autobots just say, hey, there's only one great leader in the galaxy, and that's Optimus Prime. And then they formed themselves into the throne. Very Again. awkwardly. <laughs> yeah. You sure it, you want to do this? And then Optimus goes, No. Those are for Decepticons. I'm leaving now. Well, he says, beside, I'd rather roll. Roll credits. And we're done. And that's it. Uh, Oof. Okay. Ugh. Quickly, what do we think of Triple Takeover? Emmett. One for each mode and a Triple Changer, three out of ten. Oof. Oof, that's the lowest. Yes, it's the lowest for me. It didn't suck. Pretty it close. It, it was pretty close. <laughs> it was mid, but worse, because it, it's not a, hey, this is all right. It's an, act, it's an actively, I don't want to watch this. It's so boring. It's a squabble. Optimus said it. It's a squabble. Mm -hmm. Just for leader, incomprehensible, three out of ten. Yeah. Elsa? Um, four and a half. Okay. It, what what did you enjoy about it? Let's be a little more positive. Um, I'd say yes, that's it. Uh, no, 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 wait, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I liked that part. That part made me laugh. You found um, it funnier. Yes, but then the rest of it was actually really boring. It was not appealing, and I found myself just way wanting it to end. I agree with you. I'm going to go three out of ten. And th this is going to be a short episode. I'm already looking how much we've recorded. It was very sloppy. And the story made almost no sense. Slo sloppy from the point of the numerous continuity errors and, and the very oddly edited portions. We can have weird stories that aren't maybe the best episodes, like Child's Play. But at least they have a clear enough story where it may not be our favorite, but we get what's going on. 
and we can enjoy that aspect of it, right? This was not really an engaging story. I just didn't like it. I, I, I've watched it a few times, and um, I, I think this is probably my least favorite episode. So, three out of ten. Oh. Well, no. We had a good streak going. And, uh, you know. You ruined it. When, when this is the episode between the girl who loved Power Glide and Sea Change, you can't help but compare them. And, and this will always uh, get the short stick, I guess. So, well, sorry for the bummer, everybody. But uh, we got a good one coming up. I hope to have a guest next week. We may be taking a break because I'm, I'm just trying to pin a few things down. But we, we should be getting guests back uh, for the next few episodes, hopefully. And uh, we hope you'll join us for that on an all-new One More Prime. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.